The following is a Cast Wave Studios production. Hello, welcome all once again to an episode of Boldly Going Nowhere. It's a podcast. You listen to it with your ears. Well, this week we have a very special guest. I'd like to welcome on comedian, writer, and Twitter Twitterer extraordinaire, Daryl <laughs> Kelleher. Hello, how's it going? It's going great. Uh, I just want to follow this. I, I, I first started following Daryl over Twitter and I just remember I was starting to get her tweets and I just started cracking up all over the place. And then I flipped over to her YouTube channel, and her Austin Powers impression was uh, was a uh, top notch, dynamite. Aww. You're too kind, sir. No, I mean, and that's the thing. I'm I'm a huge Mike Myers nerd. Um, Austin Powers is great. I mean, his um, have you ever seen his film uh, So I Married an Axe Murderer? No. Ah, uh, so good. It's it was the uh, it was the. Um, the uh, start point for his uh, Scottish character, which eventually evolved into Shrek. Okay. Yeah, it was. I like the noise you made to express uh, your sheer joy there for a second. I was, it's so good. <laughs> it's, it's. I can tell you mean it. Oh my god! It's, it, it is. It is one. Even though the, it's it's a 1993 film, and you know it's horribly indicative in its its culture, its its clothing, and its music. It, it still translates today. Like I'll still crack up at it. Twenty years later, after I he's first saw it, he's just such a funny guy. No matter what he's in, it's gonna be hilarious. But yeah, I just googled it. I'm gonna check it out. Oh, please do. Uh, yeah, and let me know what you think. So actually, so starting with Mike, uh, st talking about Mike Myers. So, what would you? I mean, because you're a comedian, did you have any inspirations in you know stand-up comedy or? Uh yeah. So my my two favorite stand-ups that really I feel like guided me as as I I walked down my comedy pathway uh, would be Ellen DeGeneres and Zach Galifianakis um, for two really different reasons. I just love the absurdity of Zach Galifianakis um, and I loved basically how Ellen wasn't afraid to just twist every joke to making her insane. Um, so yeah, they're both absurd, but in two very different ways. And uh, actually, I used to do open mics in New York, and there was a time where I really felt like I was I was going off into a weird Andy Kaufman direction, and things I was doing they weren't making sense to people, but it felt like uh, kind of freeing to to go down this pathway and explore absurdity, and mm -hmm. and it didn't always go well. But I would I'd go home and watch this. Zach Galifianakis video I found from 1999 and it always made me feel better. <laughs> so yes, those are my uh, two of my favorite comics. Now you recently just, well, I mean, well, I shouldn't say recently, but fairly recently you moved from New York City to Los Angeles. Yeah, about a year ago now. Okay, so I, I have to ask the question. Obviously you were, you're a stand-up comedian there now and you said you were doing stand-up comedy in New York. What would you say, like, are there, like, are the scenes, like, drastically different or... Are they, you know, similar, but, you know, small differences, or are just the same? Uh, I mean, I feel like it's different. Um, you know, the stereotype is that uh, New York is a writer's city. New York, uh, to me, it always felt like New York was an intelligence contest, you know, who can have the smartest, sharpest joke. Um, and in my experience of being in L.A., it's definitely felt like 
performance is huge out here having a confident persona and just simply having an energy about you you know people people say you've got it that's the sentence people say out here like when they're trying to say like you've got that je ne sais quoi like that's never a sentence you would say in new york um but again that's like my uh personal opinion mm -hmm. and so perhaps when i was in new york maybe that's what i was more focused on was being able to write smart jokes so maybe i was noticing those reactions more or maybe when i got out here i was like oh i should work on my performance demeanor more so perhaps it's it's this is all subjective you know i get i get very into the analytical details of it all no that makes sense so okay so going to stand-up comedy now so Obviously, stand-up comedian, but now you're doing internet content creation. You know, you have your you have your YouTube channel. So, mm -hmm. I, we were discussing this right before we started recording. But I, I want you to tell me, in your in your own opinion, what do you feel is, I guess easy. Oh, I guess easier is just easier. Would you, what would you say is easier, stand-up comedy or internet content creation? Uh, well, it's just. I have to be a different way for each thing. Um, I feel like on stage, you're, it's really important for you to be aware that people are living vicariously through you. And you have to be very careful to make sure you're not alienating people and make sure you're uh, talking about topics that everyone can get on board with. But I think when you're on the internet, it's more like people come to you mm -hmm. and uh, you know, if, if there's people that they're not going to see themselves in you, they're, they're not going to be forced to sit there and watch your whole performance. They're going to click off like you've got like a 12 second chance before they move on. So um, you have to be much more relatable, in my opinion, on stage. And uh, I think it's OK to be a lot more of an individual online. Mm -hmm. So let me ask you this. So obviously it seems like, you know, your heart is well. Yeah, you would say, you know, you're enjoying internet content creation a little bit more because you, you have a little bit more wiggle room to, you know, flex your creative muscle. At least that's what it sounds yeah, like. Yeah, I am enjoying it. I, I feel like uh, I'm new to this internet thing, you know. Mm -hmm. I got my first sketch up about a year ago on my YouTube channel. And I it's taken a lot for me to continue on this pathway. I've learned how to edit. I've learned how to do it all. Mm -hmm. Um but you know stand up i spent five years really just focusing on all of it full throttle after work every single day open mic city that's all i did so um so far as of right now i just feel like i'm delightfully curious about the internet but i i haven't put in enough years to make a solid judgment on it but i'm really it's making me happy every time i start to work on a new internet project I, I i feel i feel happy well it's great to hear i mean i like i said i've been watching the videos on your youtube channel and i've been cracking up ah see that's it's really nice to hear that it really is because well I, i'm really grateful i've put in these years into stand-up because i feel like it, it has been a bit ingrained in me into me like what I feel like people will respond to now mm -hmm. which if I hadn't put those years in I don't uh, my videos would be super out there um, but I so I'm, I'm happy I put those years in but it's also it's a scary thing because you don't have the reaction right away so you, you know at least in stand-up if you do go start to go down a path that people aren't responding to you're like oh let me get out of that 
nobody wants to hear this or they're confused or whatever but uh it's it feels in a way it's it's a little you're more vulnerable it's more dangerous yeah and again when you get vulnerable like that i feel like the uh, the internet audience identifies more with that than saying they would in the comedy club which i, I mean i think so that definitely helps i think you have more permission to um to open up like cuz it's 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 not you t usually to a group of people with the internet it's you one-on-one so in a comedy club there's a lot of sociological factors like a lot of people will laugh because other people are laughing or they'll open up to something because the group is doing it but mm -hmm. it really is one-on-one -on -one. it's a whole different animal yeah i mean and that's the thing like i, I, I usually try to look at youtube videos even you know goofy cat videos you know with a little bit of you know critical thinking just to say why am i enjoying this oh, okay well, that makes sense yeah right but i mean like like for instance uh, your tinder date outfits video was cracking me up and honestly i the scientology joke you have in your ice house video i was doubled over laughing for like a good solid five minutes oh my god i was like i'm That's dying so awesome. i'm dead <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry I killed you, but... No, it's all right. <laughs> no, it's all right. I, I, I was okay. <laughs> so I have to ask the question. Um, so obviously, you're, you're working on the internet stuff, and obviously in L.A., you know, obviously comedians, you know, it's sort being a comedian sort of becomes multi-purpose because not only are you a comedian, but, you know, sometimes you get called into writing, sometimes you get called into acting and things of that nature. So where would you like to see yourself, say five, ten years down the line? I mean, do you still see yourself just doing stand-up comedy, internet? I mean, are you see yourself acting, writing for a show or something? Hmm. I, uh... I'd love to be... You know, I used to feel like the the goal and the dream for me specifically was to be on a sitcom because I really liked the idea of the stability and the structure that comes with that. But I also... This is the thing with me, and I think probably a lot of people is... I know that eventually I would feel caged in if I ended up there. I mean, who knows? Like, I'm sure I'd always find something wrong with it. It'd probably be great money, and then I'd be like, oh, this the man's got me down. But like, um, I, so that was what I felt like before, but now I feel like, I don't know. I could see myself down the YouTube path if I could get some momentum there. Uh, that's, that's great. You've got all the creative control that you would have ever want. Um, I could, if, like, what I really need for me specifically, because my channel is just starting, I need to find a way to get momentum and get subscribers. So I've also considered um, trying to work at, like, a young internet company. There are a few that I have in mind that I'm trying to uh, apply to. I feel like that could make me happy. So the answer <laughs> is I'm a bit scattered, <laughs> as you can tell from my rambling response. Um, I put in a lot of time also in an acting program this year and, um, and I was working on a screenplay. So I really am everywhere and I'm, I'm so open to whatever I, the universe brings me. That's my answer. Excellent. A Jill of all trades as it were. <laughs> sure. Positive spin. I like that. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, I think we're coming up on, uh, I think we're coming up on the end of our time, but, uh, is there anything you want to plug while, uh, while we have you here still? 
Mm, it really, it's all about YouTube right now. Uh, I'm plugging the channel, even though we just talked about it for 10 minutes straight, but come on and click on it. I mean, sure, follow me on Twitter too, but yeah, I've got no, um, no like live events to plug. Okay, no problem. So if they want to follow you at Twitter, they go to at D-D-E-E-Kizzle, K-I-Z-Z-L-E. That's right, D-E-E-Kizzle. All right. And if they want to go to YouTube, they just go to youtube.com slash. Uh, I think it's slash Daryl Kelleher. Yep. All right. Here we go. Sorry. I had it up in front of me, but it didn't have the actual vanity link in front of it. It just had a bunch of channel use series of numbers. <laughs> Goddamn numbers. Always getting in those browser addresses. Yeah, I know, right? You think they'd what make the it easier. Hell? <laughs> yeah. They, whoever they are. God, get with it, YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much for taking the time out of your day and uh, letting us interview you. Uh, it was a real pleasure, and I again, I, we hope we get to see more of your content on YouTube, and we hope we get to see more of your comedy. Uh, thank y you. Yeah, my pleasure. It was great talking to you, and uh, yeah, I hope to talk to you soon, and, and I'm glad we became acquainted on uh, Twitter. Indeed. So thank you, Daryl and Kelleher, for boldly going nowhere. <laughs> Boldly Going Nowhere is a Castwave Studios production. For other shows and more, visit castwavestudios.com. Oh, that sounded great.